the tenth day of the month. Note then the kindness and the severity of God, severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness toward you, provided you continue in his kindness. Romans 11, verse 22. Today we consider kindness as a fruit of the Spirit. Kindness is one of those virtues we often seek to attain by deciding to do so. I will be more kind this year is a typical New Year's resolution, but it is broken as readily as it is made. For true kindness is a response of the heart, not a resolve of the will. It is the kindness of God toward us that engenders genuine and lasting kindness from us to others. To God's kindness, we react with an enlarged spirit that makes us both more aware of the needs of others and more ready to respond as we have occasion. While we may well examine ourselves by asking what opportunities of kindness we have missed or what occasions for kindness we might yet find, it serves us better to ask, what kindness has God shown to me in forgiving my sin, in providing for my needs, in granting me hope and everlasting life. How can I express my gratitude for this unmerited goodness of God? By this means, we continue in God's kindness. As Paul puts it, rather than trying to institute our own kindness as a personal achievement to be attained by human determination. Opening Prayer Generous God, What goodness you show to us day by day. Your mercies never come to an end. Like manna, they are renewed every morning. Great is your faithfulness. It is from you then that we learn kindness and hospitality. It is to honor and thank you that we extend to others the gifts you bestow upon us. Accept what we offer as a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving and grant that we may continue in your kindness forever. Through Christ, who upon the cross made known most fully the extent of perfect love. Amen. Psalm 100 On your feet now, applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into his presence. Know this, God is God and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people, his well-tended sheep. Enter with the password, thank you. Make yourselves at home, talking praise. Thank him, worship him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and ever. From the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verses 14 through 27. Now this day will be a memorial to you, and you shall celebrate it as a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you are to celebrate it as a permanent ordinance. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, but on the first day you shall remove leaven from your houses. For whoever eats anything leavened from the first day until the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day you shall have a holy assembly, and another assembly on the seventh day. No work at all should be done on them, except what must be eaten by every person. That alone may be prepared by you. You shall also observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread, for on this very day I brought your host out of the land of Egypt. Therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations as a permanent ordinance. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, 
You shall eat unleavened bread until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. Seven days there shall be no leaven found in your houses. For whoever eats what is leavened, that person shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel. Whether he is an alien or native of the land, you shall not eat anything leavened. In all your dwellings you shall eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and take for yourselves lambs according to your families, and slay the Passover lamb. You shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood which is in the basin, and apply some of the blood that is in the basin to the lintel on the two doorposts, and none of you shall go outside the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door, and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And you shall observe this event as an ordinance for you and your children forever. When you enter the land which the Lord will give you, as he has promised, you shall observe this rite. And when your children say to you, What does this rite mean to you? You shall say, It is a Passover sacrifice to the Lord, who passed over the houses of the sons of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians, but spared our homes. And the people bowed low and worshipped. First Corinthians 15 Verses 1 through 11. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. And that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that he appeared to more than five hundred brethren at one time, most of whom remain until now, but some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared to me also. For I am the least of the apostles, and not fit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace toward me did not prove vain, but I labored even more than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God within me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preached, and so you believed. From the Gospel of Mark, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, brought spices so they might come and anoint him. Very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, although it was extremely large. Entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right, wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. And he said to them, Do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who has been crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold, here is the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. They went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had gripped them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Monday's Prayer Remember, O Lord, all for whom we prayed while gathered yesterday in public worship. Teach us how best we may serve them with deeds of love and kindness. 
Forgive us for any whom we neglected in prayer. Help us to open our hearts to the needs of all. Grant that what you taught us to do we may both ponder and perform. We bless you for the signs of your love revealed in bread and cup. By these gifts grant us not only hope until we gather at the heavenly banquet, but also graciousness that we may share with others among us the fruits of this earth. If anyone made a profession of faith, baptism, confirmation, or reaffirmation, please lift up their name at this time. Make firm and steadfast the faith of those who yesterday made covenant promises in the midst of the congregation, that they may be worthy disciples. Remind us continuously to keep the promises we have made to them as sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus. Bind into one company of hope and one community of service all that you have made and redeemed by the sacrificial life and death of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. A Meditation on the New Life in Christ by Augustine of Hippo, a North African bishop, from a sermon to the newly baptized during the week following Easter Day. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ points to a new life for those who believe in Jesus, and that is the mystery of his suffering and his resurrection, a fact that should loom larger and larger both in your awareness and in your conduct as Christ's people. You want to be happy. I know that. You seek after money because you think money will ensure your well-being, but money does not make you happy. You seek things in order to be happy, but no earthly thing can bring you happiness. Had Jesus found happiness here on earth, you would find it also. Then what did he find when he came to you from another realm? He ate with you that which is abundant in the poor storehouse of earth. He drank vinegar and gall, but you, Christ, has invited to his sumptuous feast, the feast of heaven, the feast of angels, where he himself, the bread, having come down from heaven and found here only the poor provisions of your earthly storehouse, he did not spurn your unworthy table, but invited you to his own. He who bore your mystery, will he not also bestow blessings upon you? Therefore, as long as we live in this decaying flesh, let us die with Christ by changing our conduct, so that we may live with Christ in love and uprightness, until we come to him who came to us, until we begin to live with him who died for us, we shall not possess the blessed life. The Lord's Prayer current ecumenical text. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. receive this benediction for Easter from the United Methodist Book of Worship. We are sent forth in the power of Christ's resurrection. Alleluia! The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.